know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. Welcome to the Buff Show, 94.9 FM, AM 950, The Answer, Orlando, Matt Buff, your host, great to be with you in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Check out all the podcasts, shows, interviews, and more on thebuffshow.com. We have a busy, busy news night for you, so we have to bring in our first special guest right away because of all the stuff that's happening. He is the founder of Getter, the app, and you can find The Buff Show on Getter. You can find us on all the podcasting sites that you love. But let's talk about Getter first. Jason Miller, former top advisor to President Trump. And we don't have any good advisors in this Biden administration. So you're more valuable than ever, Jason. Welcome back to The Buff Show. <laughs> Matt, good to be with you. Excellent. Excellent times. And um, we got a lot of crazy news out there I want to get into with you. But I'd first like to talk about the Getter app. The Buff Show is verified on there. Thank you for that. And we really enjoy posting on there. Easy to post, easy to share. And I don't get shadow banned for saying something about the Maricopa County audit. Pretty amazing stuff you got going on there. Well, it's, uh, it's great that we have this platform we've been able to launch on July 4th, and we're up to 2.5 million users globally. But it's also a bit of a reflection of where we are with big tech in this country and the way that they're shadow banning and censoring and deplatforming people simply for their political beliefs. I think we all have this common vision that there should be essentially a safe space when it comes to uh, the digital town square, so to speak. But for these unelected tech oligarchs, uh, Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, who, again, nobody put them on a ballot. Nobody elected them to create any of our free speech laws. They're now determining winners and losers in the free speech market space, which is why getters need it so badly. It is exactly why we need something like this. They tried with the parlor and it has all these issues, but uh, Getter has been flawless for us, and it's been a very cool app. GE, for our radio listeners, getttr.com. Check out the app. Follow the Buff Show. Follow Jason Miller, too. Um, we need to grow this as big and, and fast as we can because the free speech apps. I mean, you know, conservatives made YouTube cool. Conservatives made Facebook cool. YouTube and Facebook, Jason, came out as an opportunity for speech, an opportunity for communities to talk to each other. And there was a lot of people that made those sites really big. And those are the same people they're kicking off now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that's, um, you know, they, they don't mind biting the hand that, that feeds them, so to speak. And I think we saw with their kicking President Trump off of all the social media platforms that uh, this is their business model now, where they're not so much worried about total number of users or people that signed up. They're more worried about creating social change in the way that they fit. The problem is, with their being the judge, jury, and executioner with our free speech rights, they've ceased to be this independent uh, hoster of, of different uh, abilities to, to comment and to have this marketplace of ideas like what we have with Getter. 
they're saying we like free speech, but only if we agree with it. I think that's the wrong approach. And uh, what we here at Getter are saying that no one will ever be shadow banned or censored or deplatformed for their political beliefs. Um, we're also saying how much we support free speech, but then we oppose cancel culture. And I think that this this notion of cancel culture, even look at what Circleback Saki said from the White House, that if you've been kicked off of one platform, it should be kicked off of all the platforms. Well, I fundamentally disagree, because if this is a private company that's going to go and play judgment police with people, then they shouldn't go and influence then what other uh, platforms or other people are doing just because they don't like you. Uh, I'm sure if there was a, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, more liberal entity and I showed up and I had some commentary and they decided to kick me off because they didn't like it, that I used to work for President Trump, then I should be kicked off of every other platform then? No. Well, that's what's happening in this current White House. There's a group of people sitting there scouring through social media pages and reporting them to Twitter and Facebook to try to get people kicked off. The list of 12 that Saki talked about, unreal. I know you did talk about uh, to, to President Trump about potentially getting on Getter. I think it'd be a great platform for, for him. I think it'd be a great place for him to go out and get a lot of followers that can actually see what he wants to talk about instead of just the emails. No, I agree completely. And I sat down with him most recently two weeks ago, and I think we're making progress. I think we're moving there. I think President Trump wanted to make sure that the platform was able to kick off and that it was viable. Um, as we saw what happened with Parler, I think a lot of people are, are understandably, I think a little bit once, once bitten, twice shy, um, which, uh, which makes perfect sense. But as you correctly pointed out, we've shown our resiliency. We've shown our continued growth as a platform. And Matt, I mean, we're, we're growing even well outside of political discussions. I mean, Enos Cantor, the center for the Boston Celtics, Jorge Masvidal and Chael Sonnen from the UFC, Gina Carano, the actress from The Mandalorian. Uh, I mean, we're getting a lot of fun people that are coming together now. That is awesome, too, because it's not all, always just about politics. It's kind of cool when you can just have an easy platform to talk to people about uh, different things that are going on in your life and sporting events and everything like that. And The Buff Show is not a paid Entity of sponsor. We're just speaking from the heart here. So everybody check it out for sure. One thing that you can see on Getter right now that's kind of trending is Senate blocks Democrat spending bill. This tax and spend uh, philosophy. I've never seen a CR with a, a continuing spending bill attached to it like this. They're trying to get the whole ball of wax for the uh, Green New Deal. They're trying to get the whole ball. They're trying to make voter new voters out of amnesty. Jason, I'm glad the Democrats or the Republicans have enough to stop this, but there is a way that Democrats could get this through on their own. It just seems like they don't want to own it. Well, yeah, and I think what they're going to do is they'll try to push both of these through separately. So you'll have the the big, massive social engineering project um, that, of course, they're just chalking up to being regular government spending. But uh, to be clear, it will transform uh, American existence, not just the fact that the Americans will be a permanent deficit society, uh, but it's all it's all picking winners and losers. It's all sorts of re-engineering. Kind of reminds me, quite frankly, of their approach to free speech, uh, where uh, if you agree with them, then it's fine. If you don't agree with them, well, and you're not part of their longer term plan. Uh, but they're also going to split off uh, from that the the quote unquote infrastructure bill, which again, even to that, I think it's only what 11% is actually going to real infrastructure. And they're, they're putting billions and billions in there to for electric vehicles and electric vehicle charging stations. So again, they're trying to pick winners and losers and say everyone needs to shift over. Well, some people just aren't in a position uh, where they maybe they can't afford an electric vehicle, or maybe it's just not convenient uh, if they're in 
um, in suburban or more rural areas of America. Uh, not everyone lives uh, in the Hamptons or in the Upper East Side or Beverly Hills, uh, but I don't think Democrats on the Hill understand that. No, they don't understand that, but they just don't care. They just want the power, which means control, which means they can stay in their positions. That's what they want. And they want the people relying on the government. But it just doesn't seem like they care too much about the people that don't live in the Hamptons. Like if you're not vaccinated, you're probably losing your job today in New York if you're working in a hospital. And de Blasio even said... um, that teachers have until Friday, right? This Friday to get vaccinated or they're fired. You know, they talk so much about teachers and how important they are. We're going to get into more of what's going on in New York, but it's just the personal freedom and the reliance on government is both under attack at this point. Well, and again, that's the the whole nature of uh, the Democrats' uh, Democrats' view of society. They don't want free speech. Uh, they don't want you to have independent thought with how you spend your money. They don't want you to have any independent thought with regard to medical decisions that impact your body. Um, they say your body, your choice. Um, that only applies in certain cases, I think, for national Democrats. Uh, but I tell you, I'm in New York right now, and you can't even go into a restaurant uh, without showing your uh, vaccination card. So, what do we effectively then have? two different uh, societies. And even with the vaccination card, at what point does just having the vaccination not work? At what point do you have to have boosters and such? Uh, They haven't defined any of this. That's a great point. There's going to be a day because Biden was on TV yesterday getting his booster shot, his second one or third. I mean, how many shots do you want or need? But are you going to have to put out a menu of things you've done soon? Okay, it starts here with the vaccine. Then I got my second shot. And here's booster one, two, three, four, five, and six. Can I can I get a cheeseburger now? Well, even you know, even to that point, uh, you know, when I go in and I show that uh, I received the Johnson and Johnson one shot vaccine, uh, then they're like, "Well, there's only one shot on here." I'm like, right, because that was a Johnson Johnson one shot. And then I have to explain to them for five minutes that Moderna and Pfizer had the two shot plan. Johnson Johnson had the one shot plan, and uh, it's uh, I mean, they don't know. You're effectively. Uh, then um, you're asking the uh, the maitre d or the uh, the hostess uh, in a you know simple burger joint to then go and play medical professional, and I think it's it's really setting up a uh, a really bizarre system uh, with almost two different societies. Have you seen any restaurants where they're not messing with you on that? Is there getting, yeah, they're, they're getting out? You know. Yeah, there's some places, a lot of places will have outdoor restaurants or excuse me, like the outdoor seating uh, where it might not be uh, quite as strict. And there are a few places um, that uh, that they're not checking. Uh, but for the most part, uh, folks are wanting to see exactly uh, what it is. And, and heck, if you think it's bad here, uh, you know, I was just in, in France and uh, the UK last week and I couldn't even order a Diet Coke. Uh, or a Coke Sans Sucre uh, in France, as they just had the Coke Zeros, not regular Diet Cokes. Uh, we have we have a little work to do with our di- Coke's distribution over there. Um, yeah. But e- even that, I had to show a vaccine uh, vaccination card even to order a Coke. Unbelievable! It's just this has gone way too far, especially when you see the ninety nine percent recovery. When you see that the seventy percent of people don't even have symptoms. I mean, it's just unbelievable how they're doing this. And there, I think it's practice for something else. I'm just not sure. But there's just no reasonable explanation for vaccine passports whatsoever. When, uh, when New York does these kind of things, and the governor of New York comes out and says, well, we'll play the clip here. 
but I've prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. Can you believe that the freshly minted New York Governor Kathy Hochul, by the way, we predicted on the Buff Show that the replacement for Cuomo would be even worse. When she tells the crowd, I know you're vaccinated, you're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. And I want you to be apostles for the vaccination. We joked about it being a religion, but apparently this whole thing is a religion to them. Yeah, and it's really pretty brazen. I think it's also a sign of a, uh, a lawmaker who's not particularly seasoned. But as soon as you start pretending to channel God, um, I think you need to be a little bit careful on that. I'm, I'm not sure if uh, um, uh, the, the man upstairs is really going to look too, uh, too favorably on that. So uh, that always rubs me a little bit of the wrong way, especially when you start working in the you know, I thought we we're supposed to have a separation between church and state and uh, they want to go right into, you know, God wants you to do this. Well, uh, God has a lot of things on his plate. I don't think uh, public policy prescriptions uh, are at the top of his list. Especially when she doesn't care about the people who want a religious exemption to the vaccine. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not at all sane. All right. We're going to take a quick break right here on The Buff Show. A lot more with Jason Miller. We'll be right back. Stay with us. A boring website can make your company look really bad. <laughs> Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers. I'm not even on the front page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your company stand out. No need to go with those national companies that only care about you on the first call. JJC Marketing is located right here in Sanford, and the goal is to help businesses like yours succeed. Get better results. Call 321-765-7710 or visit them at JJCMarketingSolutions.com. I'm somebody now! JJC Marketing Solutions. Welcome back to the Buff Show 94.9 FM. AM 950, the Answer Orlando, Liam Fitzpatrick Studio. Check out thebuffshow.com. Back in studio here with Jason Miller. Jason, great to have you with us. I know you're up in New York. And we were talking in the last segment about, you know, the, the restaurants with the vaccine mandates. Here in Florida, we actually found out pretty quickly which restaurants didn't enforce the mask mandate and those restaurants got pretty popular. I think there's going to be an underbelly of the society that comes out and finds kind of maps their own way to go based on how the restaurant behaves. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, uh, accurate as well. And I think, you know, especially when you talk about somewhere uh, like Orlando, such a, a freedom loving environment, uh, someone who used to be a, a resident of Orlando actually multiple times um, you know, I think it's also uh, when you think about the the tourism industry, you think about Disney, you think about Universal, uh, how everything becomes uh, so much about vacations, especially as we look forward to, say, next spring uh, when peak season really ramps up in Orlando. Uh, if, if there's that culture 
having the strict lockdowns or needing to show uh, the vaccine passport literally everywhere you go, uh, I, I do think at a certain point that'll start to impact the economy too. It certainly will, because one thing that we uh, talked about last night with Angela Stanton King um, was how the Nation of Islam, Black Lives Matter, and conservatives are all getting together in New York to protest the mandates. There's some things, sometimes something's just bigger than our arguments between ourselves, and people want their personal freedom. You're seeing that all over the country fighting back against this. I saw the huge protest in New York against this, and I see Trump flags, rainbow flags, BLM flag. I see all kinds of flags. They did bring us together, Jason Miller, just not the way they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you know, and Matt, I, I thought with uh, electing Joe Biden that all of our problems were going to be solved. And, uh, you know, I thought every possible <laughs> issue with whether it be BLM or inflation or the southern border or uh, uh, unrest in the Middle East or uh, overly aggressive China, uh, a smooth yep. withdrawal from Afghanistan. I thought all these things uh, would be uh, would be taken care of. But uh, it looks like Joe Biden's actually increased the division of this country, not decreased it. Yeah. When did unity become such a dirty word? Because he's made everything worse. And like Trump said in his rally on Saturday, if we make it to 2024, <laughs> I mean, at, the, at this rate, we're going. They're on Capitol Hill today talking to General Milley and and the other guy who's completely responsible for the loss of American lives. And it's just unfortunate. I got to get your take on something because I'm kind of going against the narrative on this one. The uh, outspoken Marine officer, and I'll get your take on the uh, Afghan uh, situation, but uh, there's something we can't let go on the Buff Show. Uh, the outgoing outspoken Marine officer who went uh, viral blasting military le leaders. Did you see these videos out there? Um, I did. It was uh, uh, I saw the video and what I wasn't entirely clear on is if he was active duty or if he said it and then quit or what exactly his uh, uh, his uh, um, status was. But I did see the video. Yes. Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller rose to Internet stardom by posting videos slamming U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Um, he was jailed today. And I believe that was the correct move because. I was in the army and I, I just want to get your take on this. The chain of command is really the only thing that holds the, the whole situation together. Posting those videos like that, even though he was correct, was the wrong thing to do. I That's why I declined the invite on the show. I would not bring him on the show. I want to know part of it because as a military person, I know that it was the wrong thing to do. And the, I think that was the right move. Um, you can give me your thoughts on this, but um, that that just can't happen because if it happens wide scale, that really defeats the military. Well, I can tell you that I think that you're right and that that can't happen. You can't have active duty people uh, out there offering their, their political opinions uh, and, or subverting chain of command. I mean, quite frankly, that's why I think Mark Milley, General Mark Milley is so dangerous in that position of chairman of the Joint Chiefs. And that's why I think he should be court-martialed and brought up on charges of treason uh, for going and having those conversations with the Chinese saying, hey, if President Trump ever looked to make a move on you, I'd let you know, I would tip you off. Um, which is just mind-boggling that would happen. I think it'd be inconsistent uh, for me to then say it's not okay for General Milley or even General Milley uh, popping off about critical race theory and all the other woke stuff that, that he's somehow gotten himself into. Now, what I cannot speak to is uh, what that, that punishment should be, uh, if the, the jailing is fair or unfair, uh, or if that's how people have normally been handled. Um, I'm sure that they have their set policies for how they do it, but whatever policy 
they're using to enforce uh, with this soldier. I got to think it'd be a hundred times worse with regard to Mark Milley. Yes, indeed, because he's lying on Congress today about that very China thing that you're talking about, saying he was trying to protect the president and just be honest with the president. They got the best spin doctors in the world when you're that high of a rank. Um, just to answer the question about uh, whether uh, Scheller was active duty, he was relieved of duty in um, August after posting the videos. And so he was relieved on duty. And then his court date, basically, the court martial was uh, today or yesterday, I'm sorry. And then it came to pass that they put him in jail. Like I said, um, based on what I know about the military, it was the right move. But it's unfair to punish him while top officials in the military are getting away with complete lying that led to the death of American soldiers, lying about the situation in Afghanistan, doing what they did for the Taliban with the millions and millions of dollars of weapons. We're not done paying for what they've done to us, and they should be held accountable. Jason, it's, it's remarkable nobody was held accountable. No, not at all. And that's why, especially Mark Milley, this is just such a disaster. I mean, how do you allow this to happen? I mean, anyone who's even a first year uh, cadet or private would know first you get our people out, you get the people who rely on us out, you get our equipment out, and then you withdraw our military. And all the while you send the message to the Taliban, just like President Trump did, if you try to mess with us as we're withdrawing, then we're going to drop a thousand hammers on your head. And by hammers, I'm talking bombs. Uh, right. And they know to back off and to to let you go and have a, a, a peaceful withdrawal. Uh, but if, if they go and continue to cause problems, which I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. How is it that we never even heard of this ISIS-K uh, until we started uh, trying to withdraw? Um, you know, which is just, you know, shouldn't we have wiped out uh, uh, ISIS-K before we went to go and do this? Uh, that's why I don't understand. And also, you know, one thing I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, uh, also mention that Twitter allows the Taliban, in addition to the Ayatollah, in addition to Hamas, on their platform, where is it getter? We've drawn the line and said, and I know this is not exactly taking a um, you know a courageous stand that no one's ever heard of. Uh, no terrorists on the platform. That is one of the things where uh, or, uh, have said that uh, if, if your sole goal is to go and try to kill people or blow them up, uh, then uh, you shouldn't be on you shouldn't be on our platform. But uh, Twitter obviously sees it different. Yeah, no. And yet we kick off President Trump on there. But yeah, let's get the uh, Ayatollah from Iran and the leader of the Taliban and the spokesman from the Taliban. They're just fine. Do these guys realize, these lefties realize that if there was an Islamic takeover from the Taliban, they'd be the first to go? <laughs> Yeah, no, you're, you're probably right on that. And I mean, you know, especially you take a look at uh, what they've done. I mean, there, there's no such thing as a freedom of the press. I mean, uh, women aren't even allowed to go to schools. Uh, gays are either thrown off of buildings or killed by uh, the death by crumbling wall. Uh, it's some some pretty uh, uh, some pretty uh, backward stuff there. Uh, some pretty uh, painful and harmful type things. And just the fact that uh, these social media companies like Twitter don't get it uh, really makes you scratch your head. It does. Well, we have to leave it there. I really appreciate it, Jason Miller, for coming on the show and breaking down all of this breaking news today. We had you scheduled for one segment, so that was nice you were able to stay for two just because there's so much. And uh, everybody check out the Getter app. It's uh, the new social revolution, not just for conservatives, but for everybody. Go on there and uh, have a good time and make some friends. Jason Miller, thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. All right. We'll be right back. Stay with us on The Buff Show. 
Veritas Tactical. Tactical. A family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force-on-force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Sarah Coding Services, laser engraving, and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000. 407-309-3000 and at VeritasTactical.com Veritas Tactical Welcome back to The Buff Show rolling along here on this wonderful but busy Tuesday evening I tell you what, a lot of stuff going on and a great sponsor of ours is on the line with us I want to welcome to the show Alex from Veritas Tactical. You guys hear the ads all the time. This is the man behind the man behind the guy. Alex from Veritas Tactical, great to have you on the show again. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me again. It's always a pleasure. Oh, absolutely. And we got you on stream, too, not just radio tonight, which is awesome. The stream is out there on Facebook.com slash The Buff Show Orlando, also on our Twitter page, Rumble, and all the podcasting sites. But uh, Alex has been a great sponsor of The Buff Show for a while now. And, Alex, every time we get together, we plan something once a month, but there's always this crazy news that comes out. There's always (laughs) something coming out, especially with this administration. There's always something yeah, indeed. We have to talk about it. The stats for the murder rate came out, and you're the perfect guy to talk about this. The stats for the murder rates uh, from 2020 came out, and it was shocking to everybody. And the murders in 2020 rose 30%. But be- because I knew you were coming on the show, I knew that the liberals were going to say it. I knew the left-wing newspapers were going to say it. But I had to see for myself. Yep, this percentage of them involved guns. Guns this, guns that, guns this. It's and a they, gun epidemic. You're it's right. It's a gun epidemic. And sure enough, that's what they all said. That's their favorite ter- uh, terminology lately is the uh, gun epidemic. And that's what it, they want to go back to that. They don't want to cover the real issues. They don't want to go into the lack of prosecution, the lack of putting funding into law enforcement uh, to get more people on there. Uh, they they don't want to cover any of the true facts that we actually need to curb you know the current uh, trend of violent crime. They want to always blame it on the gun. Uh, the gun's always the issue. Uh, the gun doesn't go out there and commit a crime by itself. It needs to have somebody behind it. But that again is not uh, again a fact for them. So uh, you know the whole point is they have to blame something. Guns are always their target, you know, and that's been their target for for the longest time. The gun epidemic is is not, they call it that because they want to call it that. If it's truly a gun epidemic, here's one thing you got to think about. You know, we have over 300 million guns in the United States that we know of, legal, right? If we truly had a gun epidemic, the bodies would be stacked down the road. Oh, absolutely. You would be seeing bodies stacked at every, you know, roadside you go by because we, we would really have an epidemic. People would be shooting people left and right. And yes, we don't want to say, and not degrading, you know, the homicides that we have now at all, you know, we have way too many. We have 40 or 50 or 60 too many in Orlando per se. It goes up every year. 
But if we truly had a gun epidemic, like I said, you would be there would be so much uh, shootings going on and dead bodies everywhere that it would be something like you know the pandemic uh, to them. Uh, yeah. But that's not really the issue. They don't want to attack the real issues. Like I said, uh, you know, state attorneys that are uh, you know Soros funded that they don't want to prosecute that are letting people out of jail. They're not giving them harsh time. You got a lot of mental health issues going on. A lot of uh, this is all coming out uh, more, obviously, since the pandemic. But the mental health is, a, is an I, a idea that they think, well, we'll give them either send them somewhere to get pills or send them somewhere to get Baker Acted for a couple of days, and it's done. These people have real issues, and it may not get fixed ever, but they don't have uh, solutions for them either. And these counties and these cities are, you know, they put money in the wrong spot. They don't want to fund the police. Law enforcement needs more money for training, all kinds of training, not just for law, you know, for firearms or tactics. They also need for mental health. They need equipment. They need more psychologists, people added to their, uh, to their groups, not saying to go out in on patrol, but to have as part of the resource. They don't see any of that. They don't want to spend that money. And if we look at all the cities that are mostly Democrat run, that's where the major issues are. And, you know, here local, let's, let's not go too far. Orlando and uh, Orange County has gone for the most part on the liberal side. And we're seeing how crime is, is uh, going up. We see all these uh, uh, law enforcement guys getting attacked over, you know, across the nation. It's happening here. We've had two incidents in the last week. One was a shooting. The other one was uh, the guy with the brick uh, attacking the officers. That guy comes to find out, well, suppose he had some mental illness. Okay, that's fine. But again, it's one of those issues that needs to be addressed. They don't address it. If you look at the stats for Orange County and Orlando PD, just those two alone, they have been behind on officers and deputies for years, for years. You, know, you take somebody like Orlando, City of Orlando, they take money and put it into restriping the cars for the aesthetic, you know, as make our cars look better. That doesn't do the community any good. It doesn't solve any crimes. It doesn't solve any problems. That's not community policing. That's not getting into the, uh, the issues of the, you know, the drugs and uh, the, um, uh, the sex trafficking and everything that's going on. It doesn't address any of it, but they don't, again, they don't care because those are the true facts, but Orlando has gone completely left. Orange County has gone completely left. And what are we seeing? We've seen that rise in crime. The, the, the state attorney here, Soros funded again, the second one in a row. And she is kind of picking and choosing what she wants to uh, address. She's not giving minimum mandatories even on gun crimes. Where do you think that's going to go? You know, there's no consequence. We've talked about this before in other shows. There's no consequence for your actions. So the bad guy is going to go out and do it again and go, well, you know, I might get a, a month or two or I might get a whatever. I'll be back out. There's nothing happening to really curb the situation. So you can't say it's a gun violence uh, epidemic. No, you can't. And they still try to do it. They actually added one other thing is George Floyd. They added that one in there. That's still not a reason to go shoot, go shooting people, banging around. No. It's and, you know, none of those situations that uh, they want to claim, you know, starting with George Floyd and all the other ones that they they're claiming to be part of the problem and the protest and all that. None of those warranted the, you know, the level of protest or. Um, the violence or burnings or everything they did, none of them, you know, and I, I would tell everybody at the end of the day, any of those cases, had they just done the right thing and simply, you know, put their hands behind their back and be arrested, whether the cop was wrong or not, 
you know, I always use the excuse of, or the example of how about, if, let's say the cop was totally wrong, pulled over a black guy because he was black and he, he was totally wrong. Let's just go that far. At the end of the day, if he just turns around, gets arrested and goes to jail, he's laughing all the way to the jail because he's going to be able to sue that department. Right. And pretty much have his whole family set for the rest of his life, you know, but they want to fight. They want to do things. And of course this wasn't the case in any of them, but they want to fight. And next thing you know, this guy that had a, lengthy arrest record gets a golden casket and gets members of Congress to show up to his funeral, but you can't get that for veterans. Or you can't get that for law enforcement to get killed pretty much on a daily basis. I almost call it the lottery sometimes because I've seen so many videos ever since then and even before then, but now it's a true epidemic, no pun intended of how people are treating police officers. I've seen a whole bunch of videos where they're talking back. They're trying to get, the police officer angry and these officers are way more patient than I could ever be, but they're really pushing back because they, it's like, if something goes wrong, I hit the lottery, but there's no well, personal accountability anymore. There's no respect. Number one. And no there's respect. no respect for that was the other thing I was going to say. There's no respect on the, on the traffic stops anymore. Yep. The other day, uh, the incident here in Orlando where the uh, officer got attacked with the brick, if you look at that video, there's like two people right there just watching. Um, and I'm not saying, hey, if you, you know, jump in and do something. But if you don't want to, at least get your phone and call 911 and oh, get some help. Filming? They were probably filming. They were just watching. They weren't doing anything but watching. And, and uh, you know, you see that a lot. You see cops uh, around the country getting into fights or pretty, you know, violent altercations. And people around them just videoing, not helping them at all, not willing to help them out. It's like. So we've lost that respect for law enforcement. Uh, and it, I, I think it's come from, you know, ever since the Obama era, ever since that whole meeting with the, uh, uh, the college, uh, you know, law enforcement officer and that uh, professor. The and it kind of started, time. yeah, it started kind of downgrading from there. And then, I mean, yeah. we've seen crime on law enforcement spike ever since then. Actually, right now, this year, by far right now, is the deadliest year for law enforcement. Oh, and we're yeah. not even we're not even done with it. So that's part of the murder numbers. Also, when you lock people in their homes and force them to stay home, domestic violence goes up, uh, fighting goes up, mental health. People get bored. Mental health. Yep. The the drugs. I mean, the homicides come from a lot of that stuff too. You cannot lock people down and expect them to not go crazy. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. I mean, it, it, we're a free society. You know, at least we thought we were. Um, it's, a, it's as far as I know, we're still a free society. Go and go as you please. Yeah, there, there are rules or our laws we follow, of course. But you can't keep people in their house and mandate them to, you know, not go out. I mean, we're, we're, you're seeing what's going on in Australia. I'd never seen. I never thought we'd be at that position to see Australia where it's at right now. It's unbelievable what they're doing to those people because they're not armed. I believe. Ex they well, know yeah. The population is not armed. They don't have any rights, and the government is just laying the hammer down on them. So we have the lockdowns. We have rioting. We have people disrespecting police officers. And another problem we have is, is cash bail being removed? People getting away with rioting, looting, and crimes and being let back out. If you lock up a murderer and let him back out, He's going to kill again statistically. 
So the lax on criminals is exacerbating the criminal behavior. And that's what I'm saying. These state attorneys uh, are really a big problem. And people don't even see it. It's maybe not they're made aware of it. They, they win their election and they go on to do whatever. But they're a huge part of the problem. Uh, they're not willing to uh, really go after violent criminals. If you're giving them cashless bond, if you're uh, not willing to prosecute uh, certain crimes just because you don't have the time or you don't want to, um, you think you're going to curve uh, you know, crime by that. All you're doing is giving them more access uh, to you know, or more time to do what they want. There's no consequences again. No, nope, there's none at all. On that note, and we wanted to explain that because everybody's reading about the 30% increase and seeing a lot of fake news on that. So, Alex, I appreciate you breaking that down. What we're going to do is take a break because more legislation has come across this week. We want to get into that with Alex from Veritas Tactical. We'll be right back right here on The Buff Show. You guys stay with us. Since 2012, Cellular Tronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair and electronics repair. We fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. We also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up, back covers are only $120. We have two locations to serve you in Sanford and DeBerry. Visit Cellulartronics.com or call 407 407- 7302-3396. That's cellulartronics.com or 407-302-3396. Welcome back to the final segment on the Buff Show. Rolling along here. Wanted to really get in there and break down that 30% increase in murder because it's the biggest increase since they started recording in 1916. It's the biggest one and the biggest jump. And it's a and we broke it down for you guys, all right? It's not the gun's fault. When you put the thumb down on people, lock people down, put more abuse on them, and then let criminals run free, then you're going to have a bigger problem. So Alex from Veritas Tactical, good job breaking down that last segment. The disappointing thing is, is every time you and I get together for a show, there's Congress doing something stupid. And just statewide, I got it right here, New gun laws in Oregon, Wisconsin, and New York. I mean, did you think New York can possibly do any more? These, these they, are just things that came out this week. They don't know what else to do. Um, they want to blame, again, the gun. They want to try to make a way to restrict law-abiding citizens. Uh, it doesn't work. It, you know, Chicago is a prime example. California, I mean, the steps that a legal law-abiding citizen has to go through just to buy a firearm in California. It's almost a 30-day wait period or more by the time you get all the the paperwork and tests and all the stuff you got to do just to buy a handgun. If and think about it, if somebody that really needed one to protect themselves, you know, from a violent spouse or a threat from somebody else, they better hope they, you know, it, it, they can hold off for 30 days or more. And these oh. laws don't help. No, they, they do not help. We've seen that from the crime bill of back in the 80s, uh, you know, 90s, and none of these laws help. I mean, let's look at Chicago. Chicago has one of the strictest gun control laws, of, I mean, a, a plethora of them. They don't work. They don't. They can't apply them because they, they just they don't work. The criminal is always going to do things, uh, you know, uh, outside the law. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, why can't they understand that? They won't attack, uh, you know, the, the criminals 
uh, the way they should. They going after, you know, what they think is going to be the problem is guns. So if you get rid of guns, and there's always a question, we get rid of all the law, you know, legal guns. Who's going to have guns? Just the bad guys. Yeah. In Australia, where they took away all the guns from the citizens, do they still have uh, gun crimes? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they still have. Same thing in England. They still have homicides by, by firearms, but they're not supposed to have any. Yeah, so, nobody's supposed to have a gun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, and you go to some of these other countries in Europe or even uh, by the, you know, close to the Soviet Union, you, you can get anything you want in the streets. You'll find all kinds of military gear in the streets that you're not supposed to have. And who's buying that in the black market for the most part? You know, the, the, you know, the bad guys. So same thing happens here. We just so lucky that, you know, the, the sad part is our Second Amendment, which is our God-given rights, is under attack pretty much daily. Daily. Oh, yeah. uh, if they can get rid of it, the libtards can get rid of it, they would love nothing more than try to get rid of it. Nothing more at all. And then they would wonder why gun crime is still happening. Yeah. In California, just I just have to point this out. After Newsom won his won his recall, um, they mandated uh, mail in voting. Right, that's just now the law in California. Always going to be mail in voting, and kids don't have to tell their parents about abortion anymore or um, transitioning. They don't have to get their parents' consent to do it anymore. Kids. And so he really went nuts after the recall and said, I'm going to punish everybody in this state and the gun laws, too. So they're putting more restrictions on that, too. That 30 day waiting period you talked about might end up being 45 days now. Yep. And that's just yep. the, the left says the only way we can control guns is to go and take it away from the lawful gun owners. They just did this. Um, let me get your take on this here. The U.S. House of Representatives, and this vote was shockingly close. They didn't get any Republicans, and they lost a couple Democrats. It was like a three, yeah, 215 to 213. They lost a couple Democrats on this one. This is why we got to take back the House. But they did their own version of the National Defense Authorization Act, right, NDAA, an annual defense bill that directly funds our nation's military. Unfortunately, this year's bill contains two anti-gun provisions that's opposed by the NRA and everybody else that legally gun. I mean, this is just funding for the military, but that's what Democrats do. They sneak in these provisions. Yep. Did you read about this yet? This just happened a couple of days ago. No, I haven't got the full scope on that one. Um, I did see the thing about the CDC. Uh, being given uh, pretty much the go-ahead and uh, money to uh, research gun violence, which, again, I thought CDC was more about our health than uh, uh, as far as uh, infections and so on and so forth. But they feel that they have to get involved in the whole gun epidemic conversation. And the rent. They have to get involved in the rent and landlord yep. situations, too. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and anything that, that everything that they have been introducing since uh, this administration took over, is again, it will, will not fix anything. Um, it's just a power grab of whatever somehow, some way. They're 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 trying everything. Um, some of the uh, things that ATF has proposed or through DOJ, they've actually stalled. Uh, they're asking for more time uh, because some of these things that they're asking for. And luckily, people have stood up and uh, voiced their their opinions and called their congressmen and senators. But I I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough, and I'm always baffled by, you know, we're always coming back to these 
Second Amendment fights, whether we've had a Republican con you know, uh, administration or a Democrat. You know, if there's a military guy around, if I'm getting robbed, I would hope that guy would be trained enough to help me out. But the provision, the first provision in this NDAA Act says that it would ignore due process perfect, uh, protections afforded by the U.S. Constitution and, and allow for the confiscation of firearms owned by those in the armed forces. Here's why this is dangerous. If somebody accuses somebody else of sexual harassment in the military, this provision allows them to go de take their arms away, their firearms away. Yeah, what they're trying to do in the military, and this is coming from you know friends that I know that are still in and have other either relatives that are still in, they're trying to pretty much wipe down the military to be nothing but yes men or women. The, you know, you can't have any type of an opinion, uh, especially if it's a uh, conservative opinion or a conservative mindset. They want people that will pretty much follow their orders basically to your death. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, if they uh, want you to attack here or there or do whatever, there's a yes man or woman behind it. They want to wash down the military down to the people they want in there, which are just, you know, follow their orders specifically from no matter what it is. You can't have your own opinion. We've seen that on a couple of uh, you know, people have stood up during the Afghan issue uh, that were fired or relieved of duty uh, because they didn't have the same view as the administration or their commanding officers. So, what they're trying to do is make it to where, again, you know, it's already a policy. You can't have any type of uh, insignia, three percenters, uh, the uh, don't tread on me. And none of those things can be anywhere near your profiles, your social media, uh, on your, you know, clothing. None of that. Because that there is pretty much like we said before, you're almost a domestic terrorist. Well, I want to talk about that because I agree with the yes man philosophy a little bit when it comes to military because the chain of command is so powerful. It's the only thing that keeps the military going. Before the chain of command at the top, like General Milley, started to abuse that and get people killed, the chain of command is the best thing. Um, I said in the previous segment that Marine Lieutenant Colonel uh, Stuart Scheller, who was putting put the videos out there, mm -hmm. I agreed with him getting fired, and I agreed with him getting thrown in prison. Because even though he's correct, you, you have to follow the chain of command. He should have went to his reporting officer. That being said, when it comes to their personal life, that's what bills like this hurt, because it hurts the them able to be going to certain gun dealers. They're, they're, they're able to lose their firearms based on something that might not be true. They're hurting them in their personal life. So I agree with the Schiller firing. I would agree with the Millie firing if that happened, because he also broke ranks mm -hmm. with doing something to harm the people under him. He also did something very wrong. I'm just saying it should be across the board. But this stuff we're talking about, uh, tell me, tell me, do you agree with the Schiller firing and uh, the dismissal from the military and uh, being thrown in the brig? Do you agree with that? I don't think I, would, I go with the brig. I feel that, yes, I expected him, after I saw his video, I expected him to get relieved. We all knew that was coming. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, he did not say anything that was not true. Um, and I, he voiced what a lot of people have. Um, it takes people like him to voice uh, or to stand up for what many maybe hundreds are thinking, but don't have the, you know what, to actually speak up. Um, it's unfortunate that they're going to take it to the point where, you know, uh, I would say, Hey, get rid of them in the military or dismiss them and so on and so forth. They don't speak, but 
when you start charging him and throwing him in a brig, we've got politicians that have done 10 times worse than he's done. That's exactly that should right. be in prison. That's exactly right. They always do this. They punish the soldier, but not the people near the top that are making right. mistakes. It kills that soldier, said soldier. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. And then taking away their rights to bear arms. I mean, they're just doing anything they can. Alex from Veritas Tactical, we're very short on time, but great discussion. Tell us where uh, we're located, website, everything. Again, uh, we're at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200. That's Orlando, Florida, 32807. You can reach us at VeritasTactical.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Phone number is 407-309-3000. That's 407-309-3000. And check them out on thebuffshow.com. Just there's a link right to them right there. We're going to get some more classes and stuff going. That was a really good time. Sign up for courses and get your uh, firearms, get your ammo, get everything you need. Alex, so thank you so much for joining me today. Always an excellent question. Anytime. Thanks for having me on again. All right. Well, that'll wrap up this edition of the Buff Show on this Tuesday night. You guys stay smart out there. We'll see you next time. I'm a gun token patriot. God being patriot. Pricing why they mad. Cause I'm really maybe faking it. Free speech advocate. It's on my mind. I'm saying it. I'm about to buy another gun and ain't nobody taking it. Gun toting, Bible reading. God believing truth. Speaking American. This magazine. Democrats committing treason.